Welcome to the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined on this day one of free agency by the GM Saul Bookman. What's the good word? Coming in hot. Oh my I'm goodness. Ready. I'm ready. Let's this is this is one of my favorite days of the year. I think NFL free agency is the best kind of Twitter. Uh, and while we haven't gotten that big, splashy Arizona Cardinal move yet, we both feel like it, it may come here in the next couple days or hours. But we just get the pulse of the fans in here today. Let's get it going. How are you feeling? Yeah, dude, it's it's been nonstop all all day. Yeah. Uh, not just for the Cardinals, but around the the, the NFL. We'll mm-hmm. get to all that in here in a second. But I know fans feel a particular way, one way or the other, about what has transpired today. And let's dive into it, man. We started yesterday, by the way, with Zachard, something we alluded to on this show about the last like seven to ten days, I feel like. Zacherts was priority number one. Sure enough, they get him signed right before free agency hits. He just met with the media Three years, $31 million. We felt like that was a necessity. Got to get that done. You cannot let him leave because then the cupboard is truly bare. And Ertz is a big-time difference maker, Saul. Yeah, no no doubt. You know, and, and So you were on the Cardinals um, uh, stream or, or whatever, the Zoom, with, with uh, Zach Ertz. What did he have to say about all this? Well, he basically said that he alluded to the fact, because he was asked, like, his market was going to be big. But he, he was specifically quoted in saying, when you have a good thing, you don't want to ruin it. He and his wife love Arizona. They want to stay here. That was majority of our reports leading up to this, this agreement was that Ertz didn't want to leave. So the Cardinals needed to meet them in the middle and get him a competitive contract. And when you're seeing some of these other contracts, we'll get to them. Good hell, we will get to them. Some of these other contracts that are being distributed. A Pro Bowl tight end who's 31 years old that averages over 700 yards per season at just three years, 30 million, 10 million per. And there are people who want to bitch and moan about that. I just can't, I can't help you. If you don't want to re-sign Zach Gertz for $10 million a season, I'm sorry. I I am absolutely on board with it. If, and only if they re-sign Max Williams as well. And it I, I, like I have one. to say that because Zach Ertz is, is a little bit deficient in the run game. Mm-hmm. He is, he's more of a pass catching tight end. Um, and so if you go 12 personnel and you can include like a Max Williams, then you can do the run pass option basically flawlessly because you don't know what the cards are going to do. But if you go 11 personnel, hoping that Zach Ertz is going to hold up against the run. Yeah, you're totally effed. And that's he, not the way you want to do it. He's your number two safety, safety blanket behind DeAndre Hopkins next year. Um, I think he's going to crush every single single season franchise record for a tight end. And that's not saying much because this tight end has been putrid. I put an article about it last night at gophnx.com about why it was the right move. So we kick things off with free agency like that. Everybody's like 90% of the fan base, we're playing with house money. We're in a good place. We're restructuring guys. Guys are coming back on, on bat minimums. Then we kick off this morning with like the first two pieces of breaking news out of the gate were two Cardinal running backs. Chase Edmonds leaves. He goes to Miami, gets a nice little two-year, $16 million deal from our guy, Mike McDaniel. I thought it was 12. Then, I thought it was – maybe it's 12. Two, two for 12 per. with six yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, I've seen too many digits today. The Cardinals, meanwhile, bring back another pro bowler in the form of this man, James Conner, along with Zach Gertz, coming back 
for the next three years himself, Saul. Three years, I think, with incentives can make $24 million. But the, the focal point is $7 million per season for James Conner. What are your thoughts on that? Whew. I mean, I, I like James Conner. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of a lot of back and forth amongst fans about his true value. Yeah. Um, you know, he was excellent. He had a lot of touchdowns, especially near the goal line. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he he gave you a, a he showed some flashes of being able to be more than just a, you know, a, a hard nosed runner um, in short yardage situations. My two concerns are, can he do can he be effective enough in the passing game? Yeah. And can he stay healthy? Those are the two things. Now, remember, he's only 20. He's about to be 27 this year. He's still 26 years old. People yeah. think that he's super old, but he's really not like so he's still young. He's still and he showed that he had enough juice last year. Yeah. But 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 that's a that's a little higher than I thought the Cardinals would go. I'm a little uh, surprised, but not shocked, especially after you lost Chase. When Chase is getting like $6 million a year, and we all think that James Conner is, is better than Chase Edmonds because he is. He's a better player uh, while he was in Pittsburgh and then in Arizona. I mean, that's the market value. And I think if the Cardinals had said to themselves, well, if we let both of them go, we're basically starting from scratch at that position. Whereas last year you had the luxury of Chase was under contract for no money. And so you could go and be particular and get a James Conner at the beginning of April for $1 million. Now – you know, you'll see people arguing that, well, the Cardinals, the, the reason why that deal was so great last year is because you paid him next to nothing. I think that in the grand scheme of things, to your point, Saul, if you get the same kind of production, maybe the, the touchdown situation, he probably won't have 18 touchdowns next year. But being the main bell cow over 16, 17 games, I think we all can assume rushing over for 1,000 yards. The Cardinals, because their quarterback is undersized, they are in a unique situation where they cannot have small running backs. We saw that the year before. Even with a guy like Kenyon Drake, who's not small by general sense, but couldn't square up his pads. When they get to fourth and goal and fourth and short, you have to have a big back like James Conner. You just can't be little. And with Kyler Murray, he can't go under center and sneak it. We just He just can't do it. He's too small. And you don't want to plow Kyler Murray on fourth and goal or fourth and short from shotgun, or he's going to get hurt. So a million your, percent. So your solution is let's get this physical uh, presence in a running back who's 6'1", 225, 230, who gives us a physical stature and style that we did not have before, who can convert in short yardage. I think, and I put this out on Twitter, James Conner is worth more to the Cardinals than 90% of other teams. He just is because they're in a unique situation with Kyler. And I also would make an argument he did a lot of his production last year, Saul, with an interior offensive line, mixing and matching, hodgepodge, Justin Pugh, Rodney Hudson hurt, Max Garcia was starting a lot of games. So I, I would argue that maybe maybe we could see a better version of James, especially in yards per carry next year. Maybe. Maybe. There's a lot of ifs out here right now. That <laughs> offensive line's got to get better. Yeah, uh, There's a lot still to be determined. The Cardinals took care of in-house today, and we'll get to more of that. But can we get to the to the juicy part of today? No, no, Come I can't on, handle man. it. All right. So, first of all, Sean, thank you for the super chat, dollar ninety nine. I got no work done today. Hey, you're joining the party right here. This is where no work gets done. We just speculate on the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> and so, 
what you alluded to was something that it was the it was the tidal wave we had seen coming. By the way, this show in February may or may not have mentioned that a certain wide receiver had two feet out the door and he may or may not have put his house on the market. And we got a lot of pushback, Mr. Bookman. Oh, that's not happening. What are you doing, PHNX Cardinals? Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Well, how the turntables. How the turntables have turned. Scrubbing Instagram, putting houses for sale. Well, well, well. Christian Kirk. It was on Zillow. I don't know. It was. And it's going, I mean... He's 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 already in Jacksonville, I'm sure. Christian Kirk goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I had it last night. He was going to the Bears. I had that wrong. He goes to the Jaguars for $18 million a season. Christian Kirk gets the bag. Top three paid wide out. Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk. <laughs> Can you even this imagine? Is, this is the most unbelievable thing. Like, hey, first of all, we've met Christian Kirk. Kirk has been on our show. We love we we love CK. Yes, he's great. Like former Saguaro Saber Cat. Good for you. Get your money. However, we are literally talking about something that could end up being 21 mil a year. Um at 84 four year, 84 million dollar max value of a contract. My do got paid and thusly completely screwed the rest of the NFL because dudes that were probably about to sign saw that number and said, wait, hold the fuck up. What? No, 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 no. No other whiteouts of no. The Jags, the Jags have gone all in. They've basically thrown the entire bank at every single free agent that was available today. Evan Ingram signed with them. Now they got Christian Kirk. They're trying to give all the weapons to their young quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I mean, it was it was insane. And, then it, it, and to me, that's what that's what set the tone for the rest of the day. Then you see the Chargers go get J.C. Jackson. Like, Jesus. But, again, we've been talking about this. The reason why the Kyler Murray stuff is so kind of, you know, it's problematic to a degree is because these teams want to max out the rookie contract so they can yeah. afford to bring in superstars. That's why you can pay Christian Kirk top dollar for the next four years, because guess what? When his deal is done, so is Trevor Lawrence's and Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence's second contract will kick in after Christian Kirk's done. So you don't really lose anything. The difference is in in uh, Kyler's second year, the Cardinals got him DeAndre Hopkins. In uh, Trevor's second year, uh, they got him Christian Kirk. Again, yeah. all due respect to our According guy, to the Kirk. money, it's the same thing. It's ba- they're basically the same player. <laughs> I was told this morning by Twitter they're basically the same. Uh, it is it is absurd. And shout out to, to Kyle Odegaard. He had it last night that it was going to go down, and it will be eye-popping. So I had guessed, oh, $16 million. Nope, uh, twenty-one million if he maxes it out, and then I think Derek in the chat asked what the guarantees were. Somewhere between thirty-eight to forty million dollars guaranteed, uh, which is just—I mean, it's insane. Christian Kirk was a large stretches of the season; he disappears. He's awesome at the beginning of the year, like a lot of Cardinals. I was watching his highlights last night, reminiscing before he left. He was great against uh, Tennessee in the opener; had two tutties. Uh, was great against Cleveland. Were you playing music uh, in the background, like I will remember you or something like that? I was what? lighting candles. I was Did in the bath watch- for part of it. <laughs> no, I wasn't doing any of that. Uh, I was just when you see this shit, you you have to go back and look. Like I'm sure the Cardinals did and thought to themselves, like, are we making a mistake here? Are things are people seeing things that we're not seeing? Because 
he was thought of a lot by other teams as because there were other teams that were going to pay him 15 or 16 million. And then the Jaguars just stepped in and said, this is we're just going to dominate these conversations because we have dumb money available because we don't have any good players. Do you think the Cardinals are going to regret like, OK, this is the one pushback I would have for them. They got one year of Kirk in his natural position of the slot and he had his best season. Still not a thousand yards. They catered to Larry Fitzgerald for much of Christian Kirk's career and they played Fitz in the slot. What if Christian Kirk had been in the slot from day one? Had he would he have already been extended with Arizona for a modest deal compared to this? Could, would he have blossomed by now? I mean, there are a lot of people feel like his usage, clearly his usage was not maximized in Arizona. Would you agree with that? Um, it's hard. It no, I would not agree with that, to okay. be honest with you. I just like big dude, uh, big time players make big time plays in big time games, right? Mm-hmm. And there was too many opportunities for Christian Kirk to make those plays this season alone. And I wasn't feeling it. That yeah. that second half of the year, especially the last six games of the year, there was multiple opportunities. You think about the, the Colts game when he had that, that miss on the sideline that was a yeah. crucial play. Um, you look at the playoff game where he kind of short-armed it on a deep throw from Kyler. You know, he makes that play, the game changes. Yeah. Um, and so, like – you have to come through on some of these opportunities when you get them. And Christian Kirk, um, you know, very good at the beginning of the season, not so much in in the second half of the season. And so I'm, I'm not. I don't think that they're going to regret it. Listen, if he goes to Jacksonville and puts up over a thousand yards, um, cool. But you literally just paid top three money on the potential and the hope that Christian Kirk is going to be that dude because mm-hmm. that's number one money. That's not number two money. That's not number three money. That's number one wide receiver money. That's the um, number one percent money. I mean, he is in the one percent of crazy. NFL receivers. He's making more money than and a lot of these younger guys that are elite, like AJ Brown and Debo. They haven't gotten their 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 seat at the table yet. They're still on their rookie deals. But like to think about, it, he makes more than Cooper Cup, right? He makes more right now than Devontae Adams. Probably not for long. Hey, I just hey Cooper. Hey, Cooper's like this right now. He's like, uh-huh. Mm. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I, there's no doubt Christian Kirk, he cashed in unlike anything we've ever seen. And speaking of cashing in, the teams have been selected for the biggest tournament of the year. There's only a few days left to join in on all the action before the teams tip off this Thursday. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a shot to bet just $5 on any team to win. Get $200 in free bets if they do. Yep, it's that simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for an even bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It's a call to action. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet just $5 on any college hoops team to win. Get $200 in free bets if they do 21 and over. Arizona only gambling problem call 1-800 next step new customer only you do have to deposit a minimum of $5 eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for more details so those were the big heavy hitters this morning and then there were Saul a couple of I, I would say sub bullets the biggest one being the Cardinals had interest in bringing back Hassan Reddick um has been confirmed a couple different places. I floated that last week that I had been hearing they they were dabbling in his market. They were significantly interested, and he opted to go home. He took a deal 
with the Philadelphia Eagles. He grew up just outside, I believe in New Jersey, just outside of Philly, like 15 minutes away, and took a deal that's going to pay him $30 million guaranteed. Real, real quick, real seasons. quick, real, yeah. real quick. Can we go back to that? To that, uh, by NFL AZ Cardinals in the chat, threw this in the in the chat saying, "Kirk, in four years, two hundred thirty-six receptions, twenty-nine hundred yards, seventeen touchdowns. Justin Jefferson in two years, one hundred ninety-six receptions, three thousand yards, seventeen touchdowns. That's number one value right there. That's why you would pay top three money to Justin Jefferson and not a guy like Christian Kirk. Yes." Justin Jefferson is probably at the negotiating table as we speak. A lot of guys are happy for Christian Kirk on Twitter. You will see that because a lot of receivers are for sure. That's right. It's like when your house oversells in your neighborhood and those comps begin to go up when Christian Kirk, who has never had a thousand yard uh, receiving season gets top three money. Goodness. But we also expected this because last year the cap was basically stagnant status Mm -hmm. quo because of the pandemic. So now the cap's going up. The, TV rights deal, gambling revenue that's coming in. It's a 208 now. It's supposed it's going to be 230 next year. So who knows? Happy for Go Christian. Ahead. Yeah, for sure. No, happy for Christian always. We're always happy when guys get paid. Yeah. It's always good. But you mentioned Hassan Reddick. And I think this is where Cardinals fans and the turning point happened. Yes. When Hassan Reddick passed up and went to the Eagles, mm-hmm. which Kind of shocked everybody because we didn't even know the Eagles were um, going after Hassan Reddick. Yeah. Um, that's when I feel like Cardinal Nation kind of freaked out a little bit and said, why are we only taking care of our guys? We need to get some other pieces out there. Um, do you feel like the, the panic was warranted? Yeah, because that was a deal the Cardinals should have done. It was three years, $15 million per, $45 uh, million total, $30 million guaranteed for an edge rusher that you know that they were interested uh, I knew they were interested. I didn't know for what dollar amount. Uh, John Gambadaro on Twitter said they were willing to go as high as $12 million per year. But it's like, you know, at that point, you've seen what Harold Landry and Emmanuel Agba and these other guys are getting. That's not going to get it done. You're, 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 they haven't, it hasn't happened yet. We'll talk about this. You're going to lose Chandler Jones. You cannot replicate Chandler Jones's production. But are you? Yeah, no way they Chandler Jones comes back. Bro, I, I will eat hey, all the crow. Bro, Chandler Jones is not getting the nibbles that he thought he was going to get. I guess they all watch that every weeks two through eighteen after that. Because you know Chandler, you know Chandler thinks that he's worth more than Hassan Reddick, and he's not, not anymore. He Too thinks old, so. One trick pony. Listen, if they find a way to bring back Chandler Jones at a reasonable rate, some shit? I, I would love it because they have no they have no plan right now. Dennis Gardak, I love him, and but they love to play on the Gardecki stuff. That scrap scrapper overachiever, awesome. He had seven sacks two years ago, great. Right now, Dennis Gardak, Devon Kennard, and Marcus Golden is your is your pass rushing room. That's that's dog shit. Tight. That's not going to get it done. No, it's Tight. not. That is the opposite of tight. <laughs> NFL AZ Cardinals, Chandler Jones sitting at home right now. Phone ain't ringing. Uh, I still think he ends up in Denver. Saul does not believe that will happen. Uh, they should have been in on Hassan Reddick. They should have paid Hassan Reddick. Now, maybe Hassan Reddick was staunchly set on going back to Philadelphia. That could be a real thing. He may I mean, yeah, he's from Eagles. Temple. Yeah, I want to go back there. He tweeted about coming home. 
That's a big deal for a lot of players. If that's the case, awesome. The Cardinals have no contingency plan right now. I think what end what will end up happening, the I don't want Von Miller. If you're going to pay an older guy, pay Chandler Jones. I think Von Miller, not great against the run. I would say they're, they're probably going to have to pivot to somebody that is undervalued a couple weeks from now. They get him on the cheap. They they have money ready to spend an outside linebacker, but they they I think they did blow it with Hassan Reddick. So a lot of the sentiment right now is that you're bringing back a lot of the same dudes that just cost you the end of the season. Yeah, which yeah. to a large degree is true. However, there's some there's some outliers here. JJ Watt mm-hmm. not being healthy on the defensive side hurts. D Hop obviously not being healthy on the offensive side hurts, but. At the same time, you realize maybe you weren't uh, uh, as serious a Super Bowl contender with or without those guys as you once were, or at least that you felt like you were. And so to see this team fall apart that the way they, they did, I think fans were really clamoring uh, for some some new blood, some new guys to get you a little bit more excited about what's to come. Listen, we are still so early in all of this, and and nothing's ever official until it's official. Remember that. So, uh, you know, Wednesdays when they can officially sign, you just never know what's going to happen. I remember, and and this is a different sport, but I remember when DeAndre Jordan was going to sign with the Mavericks. It was a done deal, and then it wasn't. And the whole crew from L.A. flew out, basically kidnapped him, him, brought him back, and he ended up staying with the Clippers. Like, you just never know. Austin says, as much as I like Ertz and Connor, I can't be excited about only retaining our guys after a one and four finish and blowout wild card loss. We need some new players. I agree with that, but I also think that we need Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury to elevate their game. And a lot of it's going to take care of itself. I still think they're not good enough on both lines of scrimmage. Um, They can go out and get a guard replacement at right guard in the draft or free agency. They need a nose tackle where, where they're going to find that TBD. Uh, Daryl Gray, is Daniel Hunter a realistic trade option? Um, I, I would say everything's on the table, but they're going to want is. they're going to want a second round pick for him. Are you going to give up a second round pick for him? I, we'll see. They have minimal picks as it is. Darius Smith seems like a kind type of signing. Is Darius Smith? I like him. He's not as good as Hassan Reddick and Chandler Jones. I just Jaylen, I have Jalen Blair in the chat a little earlier. Um, said, I don't even see the Cardinals rumored around anybody. That's okay, Jalen. We know that, you know, the Cardinals, and especially Kime, move in silence like a G in lasagna, right? Like, that's just how it is. Like, <laughs> that's how they move. Like, they're, they're always quiet. You never know. J.J. Watt, nobody rumored the Cardinals to get J.J. Watt last year. And yeah. then all of a sudden, boom, they got J.J. Watt. Like, you just never know. So, the rumors are one thing. It's it's great to 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 get your hopes up on some of these things, but listen, nothing comes to fruition until it's done. So there you go. I I know they have had internal conversations about bringing back Calais Campbell, who's thirty six. That's all preliminary. Nothing's imminent there. I think if the right kind of uh, scenario you know presented itself, he he could come back. He's got a lot of suitors, including going back to Baltimore, but that's not the big ticket addition a lot of people um, are looking for. Here's what I will say, especially as it relates to the secondary, because Carlton Davis was there to be had. They opted not to go after him. There was a little smoke around. Would they pursue him? The Cardinals aren't into signing corners in, in free agency. They're not give, uh, they don't give away big contracts for corners. Outside of Robert Alford, when this rebuild started, they have not given away a big contract to a corner. 
Kimes called Byron Murphy a star while we were in the combine. And so, for better or worse, it's going to be Marco Wilson and, and, and Byron Murphy. I think they'll sign somebody, a rotational corner, some depth, but they were not going to be in on J.C. Jackson. Clearly, they didn't want to pay Carlton Davis $15 million a year. Kiro, to his his point, or Kiro, I still want Robert Alford back. I think you, you'll get some kind of move like that and a draft pick. Yeah. Jalen Blair, there's, no, there's I, a lot of good players on the board. I know there's a lot of good players following off the board, though. Uh, Tim Settle, Foley, Falkowski, that's good D-line help. Yeah, true, all of it. Like, But, again, we're still early, and I know – I know. listen, I know there's a – the cream of the crop is always going to go faster than everybody else. What the Cardinals have always done and they've always tried to do is try to find tremendous value for what they are – what they're paying. Um, and right now they listen, their cap room is, is, is almost nil. Like mm-hmm. they got to be fancy with it. And so it, like, just, it's going to happen. Just chill. Everybody back away from the ledge. We're going to be all right. I can't, I'm too emotional right now. Uh, in the meantime, it's, uh, it's time to take your shot presented by the Arizona department of health services. Uh, you know, a shot of yak is what you need. That's right. Shot a monster, maybe. Children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID-19. The COVID-19 vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or even dying from the disease. It's safe, free, highly effective, and vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash vaccine for a location nearest to you. Colt McCoy's coming back. Can we be excited about that? Two years. Hey, Colt. Three, know, three. <laughs> yep, some people are really excited because he could possibly be, uh, you know, he could possibly be the starting quarterback if everything goes wrong with Kyler. Poor Cheerson <laughs> on Twitter put that out there tongue in cheek, sarcastically. And well, I didn't it was, know it was sarcasm. I didn't know that. Well, it got ratioed real quick and she had to clarify. <laughs> and then, you know what? I noticed then she called it a day. She logged off Twitter for the day. That was it after that. God bless her. Love to just we love her. That was great. Uh, uh, Cole McCoy, I think it's great for, listen, yeah, I I had heard Cole was going to be sought after for a lot of these bridge teams, um, but he wanted to remain in Arizona. I think he's great for Kyler Murray. Kyler and him have a mutual respect. Um, and he came in last year and won you two divisional games on the road. That was fantastic value. $3 million for a backup quarterback in 2022. I, I, somebody who, who could very well win you games at some point with a quarterback that's been injured. Um, that That's probably one of the low-key best signings the Cardinals have had on top of the Yurts deal, I think. Yeah, I agree. I, I, there's so much moving around today, too. Uh, somebody just mentioned the cap. The NFC West teams haven't really made any moves across the board. But I will say this. Two things happened today uh, in regards to Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Number one, the Indianapolis Colts went after Deshaun but could not get permission from the Houston Texans to talk to him. Yeah. Number two, Deshaun Watson turned down Seattle. Mm-hmm. That was going to happen. Yeah, but yeah. Deshaun said, I, I don't want to play in Seattle I, for whatever reason. I, I don't, I don't know. Like I, this is fascinating to me from a, from a player standpoint, this, the Deshaun Watson case is very fascinating to me, mm-hmm. not fascinating in like a great positive way. Fascinating in terms of because of his situation, he's still able to dictate where he's going to go. Wild. And and now I wonder if he's like, okay, 
part of the equation you got to think is what city do I feel like I would be more uh, received in versus not? And I wonder if he thought maybe in Seattle, people would not have taken that very, very kindly. I don't know. Well, he it's rumored via John McClane is he didn't want to play in the pack pack Northwest. I don't think he wanted to follow Russell Wilson's legacy. It's a very um, liberal area for whatever reason. I'm not saying conservatives feel like that what he does is appropriate or not. Uh, I think the perfect place for him remains Carolina yep. by where he played college ball uh, on the East New coast. Orleans. New it's, Orleans would not be a bad spot for him. Yeah. Both teams, especially Carolina is like under the radar franchise. They've got a lot of parallels with the Cardinals where they don't usually make national headlines. Um, now that division's much harder with Brady coming back, but you're thinking, you know, post 2022 and beyond with, with Deshaun. Um, I, I think this cements now Seattle being in a complete another rebuild they're re-signing tight ends like Will uh, Disley to gross three-year contracts. When they traded for Noah Fant, they have no direction. You just absolutely love to see the dysfunction in Seattle. Drew Locke looks like he could very well be their starter next season. Barf, they feel like he can he can replicate a lot of what Ryan Tannehill is doing. So we can cross Seattle off as a name to watch for with, I think for the most part, with, uh, um, I was going to say Russell Wilson, that ship has sailed, with Deshaun Watson. Um any other moves, Saul, that have stood out to you today? That I would say that the J.C. Jackson edition in in uh, L.A. with the Chargers, very reminiscent of what the Cardinals have done with Kyler Murray. They're taking advantage of that rookie contract with Justin Herbert. You just you 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 reminisce and you and you feel for it because you you wish that Kyler was still making no money for the next couple of years, and that's not going to be the case here pretty soon. Not going to be the case at all. Um, not there wasn't really. I mean, outside of what we've already talked about, like there wasn't any significant move that that caught me off guard. Uh, J.C. Jackson to the Chargers is probably the biggest one because, um, you know, hey, listen, the Chargers know. Yeah. They know they got Khalil Mack and they got J.C. Jackson, and they know like, hey, it, we got to get this now because we got to pay our our quarterback here soon in the next one or two years. And then we won't be able to afford any of these toys. So they're going to, they're going for it right now, which is pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Um, And conversely, uh, you know, outside of that, Mason Cole signed with the Steelers, which is, uh, you know, former Cardinal, former Mason uh, Cole and Mitch Trubisky, the battering Ram in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Go get them Uh, Steelers. Pretty ugly. Uh, Justin Pugh also, I believe yesterday took a pay cut again, to stay with the Cardinals, his contract was going to pay him like 11, 12 million. Now it's gone down about five and a half. And the Cardinals have five, six of their offensive line set outside of right guard. And you could argue maybe Josh Jones plays there again. I think a lot of people are upset with how the O-line played at the end of the year. And I, I, I agree with that. But I also think continuity is big. And I think this group will play better in 2022 than they did last year. They better hope so. They better hope so. Um, I'm... I'm still of the mindset that they need they need another dog on that front line, yeah. Um, on that O line, especially at the guard position, um, they're probably going to address that in the draft. I hope they will. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it just they have they have to address that. They have yeah. to because the way that that whole thing fell apart last year. And I know it's the Rams, and I know it's Aaron Donald, but damn, son, you couldn't even get more than three seconds back there in the pocket whatsoever. Yeah. Got smoked. Uh, Kira asking if you heard anything about Jordan Phillips contract, surely they'll have to restructure or cut him. Yeah. If he's a post June 1st cut, they save almost the entire, uh, remaining, uh, length of his deal. 
I would imagine that's what's going to happen. They don't have enough room on their cap to do all the moves they've done so far today. They don't have that. They don't have the money right now. So other moves are in place. We could see restructures with Buda Baker, DeAndre Hopkins. We could see an extension to lower his cap hit with DJ Humphreys. But like to add Colt McCoy and Dennis Gardak and James Conner, they don't have they don't have the money to do all that and then add the other pieces that they need. So more moves are coming. Right guard has been a revolving door since they drafted K1. It has. Yep. It absolutely has. Um, Devon Kennard, we got confirmation today, Saul, that his contract is going to pay him the league minimum. So we predicted it. It is basically what happened with Robert Alford. Signed a nice deal. Didn't pan out. Rather than going and looking for a new team on the street, the Cardinals said, come back for the vet minimum. Prove yourself. So that's what they're going to get from Devon Kennard. I still... He and Dennis Gardak are not Chandler Jones. You better have another backup plan ready to go with that pass rushing room, or it's going to be ugly. It, the, the The only reason you can't you can get by without top tier corners is an elite pass rush. The Cardinals don't have that right now. Not even close. Not even close. Like to me, just from the 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 optics standpoint, right now, your defensive line and your edge rush is a number one priority. Yep. I, 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 there's nothing else right now. Not a number two receiver, not not offensive line. No, it is the front four or five for your defense. You have to shore up. You yep. have to do something to 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 shore that up immediately because that's my major part of concern right now. And and yeah, there's some dogs in the draft, but you can't rely on a bunch of rookies to come in um to to save the day because if you do, you'll probably won't make the playoffs i'll tell you that no. much <clears throat> i would you make the assessment that they have gotten worse since the start of free agency a lot of people are saying that on twitter on the twitter uh, streets i think people are only saying that they got worse because what they had in tow didn't do the job last year but um but we're looking at it from from the finality standpoint we're not looking at it as a whole right you're still talking about bringing back guys uh that went 11 and 6 um you know 11 7 if you want to throw in the playoffs obviously and uh, I think there's some room for improvement, obviously, but I wouldn't say it's a loss. I wouldn't say it's a loss. Not, isn't good, it not funny? yet. Isn't not it yet. funny the way, the way the season ended? We were in L.A., and people were ready to burn this to the ground. And <laughs> we fast forward two months later. They've re-signed their head coach and their GM to contract extensions, and they've re-signed five of their own free agents I, nobody's going to argue that Ertz and Connor did not deserve to come back, but they they have not made that outside move, whether it's they haven't added to their coaching staff, anybody of note, they didn't change coordinators or anything. They haven't added an external candidate to, to this roster. And I think, I'm not saying it's the right decision. This team was 10-2 and two once upon a time. And I'm sure if you're Michael Bidwell, you're taking a deep breath and sitting back and like, well, health permitting – and guys elevating into the next year of their contract, like Kyler Murray and some of these younger players, we should be better. Now, we'll see if that comes to fruition. I, I would agree with you, though. I think that they are still missing too much talent on both lines of scrimmage. What do you think they end up doing at receiver? We've seen Jarvis Landry cut. Uh, they're, you know Christian Kirk has blown up the market. God love him. There's, there hasn't been, outside of Cedric Wilson, which it looked like it was already agreed upon, there has not been one receiver signing since Christian Kirk signed his contract. Do you think now we could just see complete status quo with this with this receiver market for the next couple of days? Ah, uh, man, yeah. 
for whatever reason, I don't know if it's really going to happen because it kind of feel it kind of feels like maybe it's too much. Jarvis Landry wouldn't be terrible. He wouldn't be terrible, but but listen, the Cardinals like their guys uh, a certain type of way. Yeah, and Jarvis Landry doesn't really fit that mold. Like Jarvis Landry's very much like homeboy in the replacements. Like, you know, <laughs> he's the only one catching the flute. He, he's 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 called the flu because he's the only one catching it, and he's yeah. the only one coming down with it. Like that's the type of shit that Jarvis Landry likes to say. Um, so uh, I don't know. Outside of that, I, I I would probably say that they're just gonna kind of lay low and 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 see if they can get re- great value um, from a guy that's maybe panicking about the fact that he hasn't been signed yet or something. My only pushback on Jarvis Landry is that he is an underneath guy. He's almost exclusively a slot receiver, and the Cardinals have an underneath guy in Rondell Moore, and that's but where... you got to take Rondell Moore out. You think he can play outside? I think, I think he. he I, I don't think he could permanently play outside, but I think he could play outside. Yes. That's fair. I, I like Antoine Wesley probably most more than the general fan base does. Um, I watched him, you know, benefit one-on-one coverage when Hopkins was healthy. And then even without Hopkins, he scored a couple touchdowns to end the season. I think they're high on him. Um, if they can find the right veteran, we've talked about it. Will Fuller, somebody like that, making no money on a prove it deal. I think that's the move to be made. I think you take the rest of your money and you invest it maybe at a corner, maybe at the line of scrimmage. Um, DJ Shark, why not? Why yeah. not? The DJ why Shark's not? probably looking at what Christian Kirch has got and said, well, I've made the Pro Bowl. I'm in my mid-20s. Where am I going to get paid? The, here the pro, here's the problem with the Cardinals is you're competing now with teams that have struck out on Christian Kirk like the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears who have money who are desperate. I mean, the Cardinals do not consider themselves desperate. They're, I, you could say they're a little bit arrogant right now because they're targeting their own players. That's what sometimes a little bit arrogant franchises do is they go into free agency and they say, well, we're going to resign our own guys because clearly everybody wants our guys, right? I don't <laughs> think anybody else has given Dennis Garnett a three-year deal for $12 million, but you do you Cardinals. Uh, again, nothing is going to prohibit them from signing or, or trading for a player I just don't sense anything on the horizon. I think, Saul, to your point, they're gonna they're gonna bargain bargain bin shop right now, and that's not yeah. sexy. That's not kind style. But I no. think sniffing around, you know, I, I don't think they'll bring back AJ Green. But a, a move like that, uh, I, I would not put past them. Man, if they <laughs> if they resigned AJ Green, oh, man. he was toast at the end of the year. He was done. Dude, he was he was like, bro, like get me off this field. He was like basically LeBron in the fourth quarter. He just <laughs> I, nah, let me go, let me go sit down for a little bit. I feel like AJ is probably gonna be like a, a summer signing for a team that needs a wide out, somebody who goes down. Um, but the Cardinals need to get younger and, and faster. And it, you know what? They need to get healthier. And for you to get healthier, speaking of your gut health, ladies oh, and gentlemen, look at this have, guy. You heard, have you heard of athletic greens? Because our next partner has a product I literally use every day. I started taking athletic greens because I wanted better gut health, more energy. These, these monsters just aren't doing it until they start sponsoring our show. That is with one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, 75, 75. That's more, it's more than 74. 75 uh probiotics <laughs> all good things it's a call to action folks make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply 
supply supply of supply. immune supported one year supply <laughs> <laughs> and buy free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash cardinals again that's athleticgreens.com slash cardinals to take ownership of your health and pick up ultimate daily nutritional insurance it's that easy all right let's end the show on this do you think there's a chance that Chandler Jones could come back and play for the Arizona Cardinals this season? Is it, hey, there's always a chance. There's always a chance. Would you welcome that? You've been anti-Chandler bringing him back. I have. I, I Listen, I wouldn't be anti-Chandler if they drafted a stud, um, you know, in the first round. Uh, yeah. You know, I like to kind of help mold and teach and all that good stuff, right? But, yeah, no, I, what, what's the point? What like Again, listen – you're you're only as faithful as your options, okay? And so both team, both entities, the Cardinals and Chandler Jones, could look at each other like, "Bro, no, this ain't happening." But if it's the, if it's all you got, guess what? You're gonna make up, you're gonna kiss, and you're gonna get back to it. Like that's just how it is. I think that I would I would say the fan base would overwhelmingly welcome it and consider it a surprise. And especially if you could do a three-year deal, if as long as you don't have to go four or five years, I think most fans would be okay with it. I feel like, though, Chandler, with all the stuff he's put out there and kind of the vibes he's been given, I feel like he may even take less to go somewhere else. I feel like with the comments about utilizing his talents better with other teams and being able to pick his destination really for the first time, because he did get traded to Arizona and he resigned, but he, he's never been a true free agent. I just I feel like Chandler is going to pick a different team through hell or high water. He is hell bent on going elsewhere, and I, I would say the Cardinals probably feel like they'll they'll be able to manufacture pressure. They're wrong. They are absolutely wrong. If you think you're going to trot out this sorry ass outside linebacking core and be okay next year, but they'll they'll think that, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. They aren't moving Xavier Collins to the edge. We asked Kingsbury that. They said no. He and Isaiah Simmons are their inside linebackers, as they should be. Pass rush, we'll have to wait and see. I, I Chandler Jones coming back just is it's just not in the cards. Like it just isn't. Like I just I feel like if Chandler Jones came back, it would be it would be the ultimate tail between your legs situation, man. I it wouldn't it wouldn't be ideal. It wouldn't. We are not lucky enough to do this podcast today with breaking news to talk about, uh, but we are going to do emergency podcasts throughout the course of this week, especially as it relates to anything uh, happening in real time. But in the meantime, I feel like our guy, I feel like our guy Frank is really itching to get back on the show. He's been commenting several times throughout the last couple of weeks. We've kind of, uh, we've been on the road to Indy and, you know, and, and, and last week uh, he was, uh, preoccupied with a uh, a wedding to go to so uh he'll be back this week and uh we'll we'll, we'll welcome him in with open arms also i had, i had prefaced this uh earlier last week we have big news that i'm pretty sure we can announce tomorrow but we'll uh, uh wednesday at oh. the latest but it's it's some pretty big news everybody in this chat will appreciate this news celebrate it Yes. It is a huge, huge occurrence for this show and where we are moving forward as the preemptive premier Arizona Cardinal podcast nationwide, oh, worldwide. In the meantime, like, subscribe, 
leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it. We appreciate this this family that we put you together. need a podium to pound? I need it now. I need more Monster. I need breaking news. I am so thirsty for breaking Cardinal news, and I have not heard of anything, and it makes me sad. And I know if I, if I go to, for a walk, if I take my kids to the park, I will come back to my phone, and I will have blown it, and I will see uh, text messages from my GM saying, where the hell were you on this? Why didn't you break that? I am thirsty. I am thirsty for breaking news. <laughs> oh, man. I'm thirsty for tweets. I'm thirsty for clicks. I'm thirsty for the real estate market with Christian Kirk's house. Yes. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> I wonder how much that thing is going for. Was it like 1.5, I think? Yeah. Yeah. For a condo in Scottsdale? It yeah. It wasn't for sale, though. <laughs> That's not happening, Cardinal fans. He's not selling. He's not leaving. Oh, wait. He's getting... A quarter of a million dollars from the ja- or a billion dollars from the Jaguars. Not really, but yeah. certainly ten percent, ten percent for Christian Kirk. For Christian God Kirk love him. him. I want to see that new Toro, Jim. Let's go, because <laughs> I'm sure he's going to donate some funds to that. No, yeah, no state tax in Florida. You got a lot of money to to burn having 800 yeah. yards at the at the 10 a.m. kickoff time for Jacksonville. We love you, Christian. Congratulations, <laughs> congratulations to us too. As we kicked off this first PHNX Cardinals podcast of free agency, we love you all. We will see you tomorrow.